Hello, hello. Welcome to Unpacking the Uncomfortable with Ashika and Gabby. I'm Gabby. And I'm Ashika. Nice to see you guys here. Hi, and if you're new us from Instagram, welcome back. If you're new, hello, how are you? Welcome to the show. We, let's get into it today. We're doing self-sabotage. Are you ready? We're gonna unpack some uncomfortable. Hang on tight. Today, we're gonna go through self-sabotage, how you can stick through getting out of those kind of behaviors and really what is it that's bringing you back to it? And I think so much you hear on um, self-love social media and self-help social media of like five ways to get out of um, self-sabotage. We're not talking about necessarily, okay, well, here are five tactics that you're going to get out of self-sabotage. We're going to talk about how you stick with getting out of self-sabotage. That's what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. And how to foresee the self-sabotage. Um, we, yeah. we always go into this um, um, process of, okay, well, let's, let's envision what you want to create and let's see what you want the end result to be. Um, what is it going to look like? All of that is all great and dandy, guys. Like we're not knocking that because we actually practice that. But what a lot of people fail to recognize is that what happens in that in-between stage, okay? in between stage of your old self and your new self and what's the struggle in between and how do you stay con consistent? Like how, what do you do when shit hits the fan and you are shooting yourself in the foot? And how do you even recognize that? I think also, how do you recognize when you're about to shoot yourself in the foot, right? Like you think everything's going well and you're making all the right choices, then you get triggered. And like a week later, you're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Why am I doing this? Why am I sad? You know, what's happening? Um, and we, you know, this was actually um, born out of a question that one of our amazing viewers, listeners um, sent us on what, what she goes through specifically in terms of when she is setting new boundaries in her life, when she is trying to go through newer or like healthier behaviors and people around her might be triggering for her, how can she not feel so shaken within herself as she goes through setting these boundaries? Because it's at that point when you feel that shaking, when you feel that like, I guess, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, this kind of comes into people pleasing. We'll get into it. Um, that, it, it it becomes easy to be like, oh, well, I shouldn't have done that. I'll just revert back to my old ways because you are the one who's carving the new path. You become the black sheep, you know? Everyone knows that when you're the one to like break generational trauma, when you're the one to break um, generational uh, behaviors, you're the problem child. But at the end of the day, you've got to do what feels right for you, what feels good for you. Um, and not to say fuck everybody else, obviously see them where they're at, but that's just it. We talked about this last week with being grounded. You're able to then see other people and other people's behavior for where they are at, as opposed to taking it on for yourself um, and feeling like you always have to set yourself on fire to make sure everybody else is kept warm. Um, mm -hmm. um, I think this was such a well thought out question. So we want to say thank you to um, our listeners that send us questions. And I mean, with the, when you come to unpacking the uncomfortable, we are like a bag of tools. Okay. 
We are two established coaches in the industry. And I mean, if you let us, we'll talk forever. We'll, mm. we'll, we'll throw every self-help method at you. But here's the thing. If you don't ask, you're not going to get what you really need. And so that's why having these questions and encouraging um, our viewers to send these questions to us, we can really give you what you need. And the thing is, if it's something that you're personally struggling with, there's another woman or a man, there's somebody else out there who is struggling with the same questions. And so the more we ask, the more we share, the more we all learn. Because think about it, guys, we're all on this beautiful journey together. There's going to be pitfalls in between and but your pitfalls is somebody else's lesson right it's somebody else's signal to say hey something isn't right it, you know and somebody else's signal to really take control um and ownership of of their own journey so this was such a, a beautiful question and and we encourage you you know to ask questions to to share the episodes that you hear with with three of your closest friends, like somebody who needs to hear this, because if we're talking about it and it's a question being asked to us, somebody else needs to hear it. So when we look at self-sabotage and you look at your old self and your new self, there's that sweet moment in between. Okay. There's this like really sweet moment in between when you have the struggles and the challenges and you've got your um, old self and your new skin, and you're just trying to see where you fit in and and like gabby said it's like you you feel like the odd man out but you're really not you you can be perceived as the odd man out because you are changing and the people around you that choose and i emphasize on the choose because we always have a choice to stay or grow okay you are you have the strength to choose your outcome and where you want your life to be and the ones that are not ready to choose that or are comfortable where they need to be, they will see you as the odd man out or you will feel it. So what do you do when you have this constant struggle, when you, when, when you have to create boundaries and when you create boundaries, you feel like you're doing something wrong because we're all built when we're younger to people please. And if everybody's not happy, there's something wrong with you. So nine out of 10 times, we start to sabotage our progress because we're not making everybody happy. And we feel like it's our obligation. It's our human duty to make sure that everybody around us is happy. And that's when you get stuck living a double life. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to stop on, thank you for that. It was beautiful. I just wanted to stop on um, the obligation part just there for a moment. Mm. Why do you feel that obligation? How many of us, I mean, listen, I'll be the first to say I'm a recovering people pleaser. I have my days. I will be the first to say like, I will fully exhaust myself for the benefit of others. Um, and it's a everyday conscious action that I have to make to tender to my own energy to be able to say to the people around me like I see you but right now I need to really bring my energy within and like focus on my on myself and make sure that that doesn't you know then spiral into self-isolation it's this incredible balance that um we that personally I, I stay on top of and I help a lot of my clients stay on top of um with that obligation to make other people feel good 
that comes from a childhood part of you uh, or part of your childhood, childhood part of you that um, found love and validation by doing things, found love and validation by throwing yourself out there as opposed to unconditional validation. And this is just where I wanted to pause. That validation that you can feel is something that exists within you. You can give that to yourself. So when you're feeling like you're setting a boundary and you're doing something wrong, it's worth reminding yourself that you have that, you have the capability to validate that, no, actually what I'm saying is, is true. What I'm saying is right. You know, you know how you showed up, you know your behavior. Other people um, expressing discomfort and look, people, everyone will always complain about your behavior when it no longer suits them. Remember that. Mm. Mm, that's, that's, you know, that, that's a very difficult concept to, to that's a very difficult concept to, to digest. There's no mm. other word for it. You know, it's, it's very hard because you it forces you to turn the mirror on yourself and ask do i trust myself enough exactly do i trust myself enough that i have shown up with enough integrity with enough dignity that i know that this decision is true and you know what sometimes it's the wrong decision but you have made that decision you've made that choice with the information that you have at the time you are doing the best of your ability. And by all means, see that other people are doing the best of their ability. See that other people are triggered, triggered by whatever is going on in their life. See that people are like in a difficult place. Honey, it is not your place to fix them. It is not your place to make them feel better, to make them feel comfortable. If you need to set that boundary and they're not okay with that, either you can have a conversation about why you needed to set the boundary and if they're not comfortable with that maybe they need to do some work themselves which can be very 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 difficult or you recognize that they're not right there they're not there right now to accept that boundary coming from you and that's their stuff and you can be like you know what that's okay we don't need to talk about it just know that's a line for me that's it that's the end of the conversation it can and you know for people who are people pleasers and I'll say this for myself, it is the scariest thing to be like, actually, no, thank you. Mm -mm. I thought about it and actually, no. And that's all. And that's all I need to say. It is fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. Well, because we always have a need to explain our no, right? Oh, yeah. We <laughs> have a need to explain. Why? Because we want to be heard. Everybody wants to be heard. But sometimes less is more. Like mm. that was a hard lesson that and it still creeps up, right? Sometimes for, for all of us that we say no. And that's a full sentence, period. Mm -hmm. There's nothing after it. We don't have to explain ourselves. Not everybody needs an explanation. Not every no is going to need an explanation. Not every yes is going to need an explanation either. But mm -hmm. when we go into this, ripple effect of no because this this is this is this is this then what you're doing is you're trying to convince the other person and the other person just stops listening already because you said no and they're going through their own trauma of oh my god i've been rejected so you see what happens here there's two people one they're, they're having a conversation it's really not their conversation it's trauma-based mm. 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like yeah. both people are now yes. having a conversation based on their trauma, but they're not really talking to the other person. They're just talking through their trauma, talking exactly. with their trauma because trauma is something that we have based on traumatic after a traumatic event. It's not, I think a lot of people, this is where a lot of people get caught up. You think trauma is something that happened to you. Trauma is um, the term for essentially a slang word would be baggage. You know, but baggage makes it sound like it's, it's, oh, it's this whole thing that has awful connotations. No, that's your trauma. Your that can come in many different shapes and sizes. Um, right. But yeah. And, and okay, so let's, let's get to it. Okay. Let's, let's get to, and you know us, like, I mean, first of all, can we just, you know, when we talk about people pleasing, we're not throwing anybody in the bus saying that we are perfect. I mean, unpacking the uncomfortable, unpacking the uncomfortable is based on two, the foundation of it is based on two recovering people pleasers. Can we just put it out there? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Aren't, aren't all coaches people pleasers? Is that a thing? <laughs> I just want to say that, you know what, we're all in this together. We're all in this journey together. But what we want to give you today is a method, walk, a method of walking yourself through um, what you can do if you're caught between that sweet spot of your old self and your new self, where your boundaries are being um, pushed, you're being triggered what do you do? You know, we can talk about the triggers. We can talk about the boundaries. All of that stuff is great. We'll get to that eventually as here as well, but we're working a little backwards here. Okay. Is how can, what can you do when you are faced with this and your old habits are holding you hostage? And I say that like heavily, it holds you hostage mm -hmm. and, you're new, and you see your new self there two years from now, that two steps ahead and you just want to take your feet out of the ground, but you're stuck in that mud, what do you do? What are three things that you can do? What is the method that you can use to get you to free yourself from that, you know, your ground in quicksand? I think that's a vision I'm getting right now. So here on Unpacking the Uncomfortable, we created a method because, you know, that's just how we roll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we roll. We, 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 you know, brainstorm here and we, we think of these um, uh, topics ahead of time and, and really want to bring you things and tools that you can use to actively make choices that are beneficial for your new self. Okay. So we are talking about the PIP method here on unpacking the uncomfortable. Okay. And, um, Gabby, where, where else can you see the PIP method? Let's just make it clear. How, how, is, sure. how is it our own, but not technically? For sure. So if you Google the PIP method, it'll come up with some cooking method to do with pot and pot. I don't really know. I sort of half scanned it. I don't fully understand. It's not that. We're nutritionists. So like if it relates to cooking, great. It doesn't. So bear with us. Don't Google it because we fully made this up. Um, not, but not out of, not, pulled it out of our ass, made it up. We like took time, intentionally created this, right connotations, created this, language is everything. We created this out of our knowledge, what we know, what moves people forward. And also 
what we constantly say here on Unpacking the Uncomfortable. And I'm sorry if you, I'm not sorry, but I will say I'm sorry. Um, if you are like a, a devoted listener or a devoted viewer and you hear us repeat the same thing over and over again, this is the sorry, not sorry. Um, it's because that's the point. That's the whole point. That's why we repeat it because it's, it's kind of the point. So yes, repetition is key to, to doing something successfully, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you have CoStar. I have CoStars and app. I'm a bit hooked on the whole astrology thing. Um, it recently, my notification that I recently got was um, repetition brings change. And like, it's so paradoxical, but it like, it's so true. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you're following the same shitty behavior over and over again, eventually you, you create change in your environment because you are like constantly putting negative energy into it, or you get so tired of it that you change within yourself and, or you're repeating the same, you know, positive behavior over and over again. And therefore that creates change. Um, so we're repeating the same sort of, it's not the same. Yes. It's the same sort of um, ideas because this is what it is at the core. We can give you lots of different ideas. We can give you, um, you know, all these different angles of looking at it, but we really like to take all the sugar coating away. We really like to just get to the core of things and then work outwards from the inside. Yes. Beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it, this and why we give you simple method here on unpacking the uncomfortable is if you haven't listened to our uh, second podcast where we talk about the process of grounding and we did talk about how as women um, men and women we like to gather information right we like to go to different platforms and say i like this i like that i like this and we just gather and then we have this bag of information and then we get so overwhelmed on what to do with it and we end up doing nothing zero nata mm. okay so that's why here we like to keep it consistent we don't want to confuse you we want to give you a simple method that you can use in different situations so you don't a shoot yourself in the in the foot b honor your new self your higher self and c tell your old self to take a seat right so let's talk about the pip method Start. i'm very excited for this i'm so excited too <laughs> And I'm like, and our listeners are coming, like, get to it, give it to me, give it to me. So the PIP method, ladies and gents, first one is P presence. Okay. So when you are in that fight or fight, flight or fight, fight or flight, whichever way, mm -hmm. um, in that moment and you've, and you're shaking with overwhelm and your boundaries are being pushed and you are being triggered and you are thinking to yourself how can i get myself out of here well what's happening at that moment is either you are too far in the present and you're scared of the unknown or you are too far in the past back in the past and you are not comfortable where you are you want to go back to where it was comfortable what do you do you become present i'm not going to tell you to breathe okay because if someone told me okay just breathe to it i'd be like what? no no like try that 
what do you do first? What is the first thing you do? You get present. How do you do that? You say, okay, if you know the method, the PIP, first presence, you just touch your hands, feel your hands, feel the warmth, maybe hand on your heart, okay, feel your face, become present. When we shake and when we get flustered and we get that higher anxiety, the state, we leave the present. And you cannot go to the future if you're not grounded and present where you are. It's also just acknowledging what's happening to you right now, right? Like it's fully acknowledging that like, oh, I'm triggered. Oh, I'm super mad about that. Oh, I'm feeling really uncomfortable. Why am I feeling uncomfortable? Oh, I just set a boundary. Shit. Like, and then you kind of just have to sit with it. And, you know, I love that the touching butterfly taps are really good. That's, you know, when you cross your arms over and you tap your shoulders or you tap up and down your arms. Um, Using your senses is a great way to get present. Smell, you know, name three things you can smell, five things you can see, one thing you can taste. Another thing is getting ice cubes on your wrist. These These are also great if you feel like you're going into a panic attack, by the way. These are things I use when my anxiety peaks. As, you know, as a coach, these, like we said, we're still human. These are still things that we go through. These are things that I know I use when I'm like, oh, I am spiraling right now. And this is something, you know, you said either going to the future or in the past. And last week I talked about how when you're trying to ground, you're kind of lost. It can be in life. It's easy to get picked up in that hurricane that, that it can create. It's the same thing with, with, you know, when you're getting present, you can either start spiraling into the future. So you're getting lost in that side of the hurricane, or you are like getting totally lost in the past. Something is triggering you. You know, you've set a boundary. You are so afraid of the bad thing that once happened when you set that boundary before to happen again. And it's so shaking you to your core because you are getting lost in that memory and your um, parasympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight is being kicked off. And you're like, I've got to run. I've got to go. So like, uh, or you freeze, fight, flight, freeze, or fawn actually are the four. And, um, to be chased what, by a saber tooth tiger, right? That's like we go exactly. through the whole experience. Your heart rate speeds up, your blood pressure goes up, you've got the glucose flowing, you've got, you know, your blood sugar levels, all of that. But being present and being aware, um, you know, also like what I do for myself is also I look at my environment. Am I safe? Okay. Oh, yeah. Am I safe? Am I in actual danger? Like I go through these steps, guys, like the, the things that Gabby and I are talking about here on, on unpacking the uncomfortable. This is stuff that we actually practice as well, because this is what will bring you to the present. Am I safe? And look around and say, yes, I am safe. Let's just start there. Just yeah. start right where you are, right? So, and, and, you know, even if you are getting, you know, lost in the, let's say you're not getting lost in the past. Say the reaction that you were afraid of happening actually starts to happen. You know, you set a boundary and somebody, you know, loses it. And like, you're like, oh God, like now I'm triggered. Take that moment to recognize I'm triggered because that person is reacting in the exact way that I feared they were reacting. Okay. And once you do that, your body is like, oh, this is just a past. This is a learned behavior. Okay. I know more or less that I'm safe. If you're not safe physically, you know, if you're not in a safe place, that's a totally different, we're not talking about this right now. Um, Obviously make sure you can always find yourself, make sure, you know, you're you're contacting hotlines that are available in those situations. Um, But when it comes to like seeing the other person because reacting in their way, now that you know that you're reacting to a bad reaction 
or to a reaction that you were afraid of, I won't say good or bad, a reaction that you were afraid of, now you can see that that's just their reaction. That becomes their shit. We, I think I talked about this on our Instagram account about being able to see yourself where you are and take responsibility up until where you are and seeing other people's bullshit for where it is and seeing their own storm, seeing their own hurricane. And that is presence because now you can sit within yourself. That is the grounding of saying, you know what? I might have my stuff. I'm feeling really triggered right now, but you, that is a whole circus show on your own accord. Mm-hmm. Not my monkey, not my circus. Cool. You come, you come see me when you want to be present with me. Or if not, if that's not some, if someone's not capable of doing that, just being like, cool, that's where you're at. I'm going to remove myself because that's what I need for my own mental well-being. That's what I need for my own physical well-being right now. Mm-hmm. And this takes practice. Oh yeah, right. It takes practice. The reason that we can speak about it now is we've practiced this more, like on a daily basis. Right. So it's not something that you're going to take in and say, oh, okay. So it, it, I practiced the first time it's going to work. Maybe the first time you practice this and practice being present and understanding that, um, you know, somebody else's reaction based on their trauma mm-hmm. is not your, your responsibility. That's going to take practice, right? You don't do it for one or two days and say, okay, no, this didn't work. So consistency is big here. Okay. So then if we're starting with presence, what's the next, what's number two? Get intentional. Intention. How many times have we mentioned intention here? God, you must be so sick of it, but it's true. Get back to your why. You know, if you feel like, oh God, I'm really uncomfortable here. Why did I make that decision? You know, how do, you know, how do I make sure I stay through this? What's your intention? What is your reason for acting this way? Because then you know that, okay, well, by doing this, this actually sets the precedent for behavior later on. This actually sets the precedent for how I want to be treated later on. This sets the precedent for what I want to incorporate into my life, what I want to allow into my life. And you know what actually I saw recently on on, on, um, Instagram? Somebody said, um, be careful with being patient or being, what was the word they used? It was something like, be careful being patient because you're, you're showing people how to treat you. Ooh, yes. Yep. Absolutely. You know? So when you're setting those boundaries and you're feeling like, you know, oh, I don't know if I should have done that. You're, sh- you're showing, you're showing up for yourself in the present moment for how you want your future self to be treated, how you want your future self to show up, but you're just setting down the groundwork right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's you, we teach people how to treat us. That's what it, yeah. yeah. I mean, and sometimes, you know, when you, when you find yourself saying, I can't believe that person just said that to me, or I can't believe that person just did that. Well, they were taught that you, there is no boundary. There's no line. So, you know, who, who are we, who are we saying is, um, to take responsibility because we're not going to say who, who is to, of fault because again, no one is at fault. This is always a learning experience. This is always something from like roots from something that has happened in your past but understand that it's okay to set the boundaries and going through this method of being present being intentional will help you get through that again in between moment to to see your higher self your new self so number three 
process. What is your process? Mm. Right? Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just pause there. So your process. So what is your process? Have a process of, okay, so I am present. Okay. You've gone through the, the, the act, like the, the, the actual, the, the method of being present. You are getting intentional. You're connecting with your why. Now, what is the process? What do I do after this? What do I do? I have to be very intentional with my words. That is part of a process. I have to go back and reevaluate what my boundaries are. That is a process. I have to reevaluate my close circle. That is a process, mm. right? Reevaluating your close circle because if you're constantly being triggered by the same people or person, look closer, right? Look closer. It's, it's, it's not a mystery, right? Look closer. So have a process that would work for you, right? Maybe one of the processes is, is working with a coach, working with a um, counselor or a therapist. Like what is your process to go back and reevaluate where your old self is stuck? And a lot of times you'll find that it is stuck where it is comfortable, okay? Your new self, the process of becoming your new self or your higher self, it, it really takes on like letting go of that baggage that Gabby was talking about at the beginning is letting go of that baggage or, or working through the trauma and understanding that this process isn't a one-time deal. It is going to come up every time there's a learning opportunity. Mm, learning opportunity, love that. Love that. And this is where it really comes into the how do I stick with it? How do I make sure I go through this? So this is the thing. Something's happened. Something's triggered you. Great. With the PIP method, which I love, with the PIP method, what, is, what it's allowing you to do is see yourself for where you are and simply by acknowledging and accepting where you are, in this moment with your triggers, you are now holding yourself accountable for your future behavior. So it's not that week into it, that two weeks into it, suddenly you're back with your ex and you're like, wait, how did I get here? You know, you're not um, spending $500 on online shopping and you're like, what, wait, why did I do that? You're not binge eating, um, all, like, you know, Diet roller coasters. And Diet roller coaster stuff. You're not binge eating. You're not starving yourself because you have already seen a couple of steps ahead of the, the of of the of the train tracks. Kind of, you know, you you know the path. You know yourself because at the end of the day, your future behavior is based on your present behavior, which kind of means it's based on your past. We're the only people that see. We're the only people. It's only us that see time as linear. We you know we know that via physics that that time all time is happening at all times you know it's circular it's not really linear it's only big, that's only how language has shaped it to be linear right. so our behavior right now is shaped from the behavior of yesterday which means that our behavior now means the behavior of tomorrow mm -hmm. are you with me mm -hmm. mm. i'm with you 110 percent. and all of this requires you to forgive yourself oh my god oh yeah oh, oh yeah. my god there. There. <laughs> okay 
Like we, you, you can't go through this if you don't learn to forgive yourself. Okay. This itself is something that will keep you stuck in your old self is when you punish yourself, you judge yourself, you shame yourself back into your old self. Okay. This is really important to understand. So the method that Gabby and I are sharing here, what you're learning or what we're, uh, and what we're talking about here on unpacking the uncomfortable starts with forgiveness and the greatest, the first person we need to forgive is ourself for not knowing better, for not seeing things for what they are, because that alone, you will sabotage yourself into back into your old self many times over. Okay. So learning the art of self-forgiveness is mm. so key. If not, none of your self-help methods, any books you read, any talks you listen to, any YouTube videos you watch, whatever it is, you will be caught in this triangle, okay? And you're going to constantly think, why me? Why did I do this? Why this? What, how? What? Why? All of this will keep going over your, keep going, like keep taking you down that, that rabbit hole. And how do you forgive yourself? You stop digging. You stop digging and just forgive and build up from there. As somebody who really struggled with forgiveness, um, not just towards myself, but towards people in my life, I really, I really struggled with the concept of forgiveness for a long time. Cause I just, I thought it was bullshit. Uh, like, how can you forgive yourself? Genuinely, I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. Just a quick note, you know, this is a topic that Ashik and I can fully do a whole episode on. Um, Self-forgiveness doesn't have to be, well, I forgive me, therefore, it doesn't have to be that. Often it's not. Often it's coming back to the three A's that we talked about last week of acknowledgement, acceptance, and accountability. You just, you know where you're at, you know what, what happened in the past, you know all these things, you know, you see it and you love it. And with yourself, it's just kind of being like, you know what, I did the best that I could with the information that I had, or I made the choices that I made based on where I was in my life at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's got to be okay. Because if it's not okay, you just, you hold on to it. You know, you can't change the past. So why think of it like, well, that's not okay. You know, no, if it, if you, if it was really like, you know, it wasn't the way you wanted to show up for your best self, know for yourself that you're actually actively changing for the future. That's how you forgive yourself. Mm. Yeah. I love that. And here's the thing, okay? Here's this here's the thing. Whether we like it or not, time is always moving forward. It only goes back in our brain, in our mind. Yeah. Time is always yeah. moving forward. So regardless of you wanting to change or not, you are still moving forward. It's your choice to determine which direction you're going to move in. Left or right, but you got to move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. That's PIP method. PIP method, people. Process, intention. Oh, no, sorry. Presence, intention, and process. 
Yeah. Presence, intention, and process. If you're stuck with the how uh, to get out of your self-sabotage cycles, if you're feeling like you really shaken by setting a boundary, PIP method, presence, check in with your intention, know your process, and go back to your process. Right. And if you, if you know of three friends in your life that need to hear this, okay. Uh, self-sabotaging or you know, yeah, are struggling, need a minute. Forgive themselves or actually just become slightly aware. Just be that little bird in, in their ear. You know, like we can't change people. God knows we can't change people. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you can just be that little bird in the ear and you know what? Pass this on, pass this podcast on, like share what we learn here. And that's what Gabby and I are doing is we're sharing our personal experiences um, as, as well as what we learn and, and as well as what we do with our clients. And the more we share, the more we ask questions, the more we learn, the more we don't feel alone, okay? Because if we're talking about this and if we've gone through it, then someone out there is going through it as well. And if you want to get a hold of us, you want to send us a topic that you are personally struggling with, hit us up on Unpacking the Uncomfortable on Instagram. We are there. We are on Facebook, Unpacking the Uncomfortable. Or you can DM Gabby and I separately um, at... um, um, Gabby, what's your handle again? Gabriella by name. Gabriella, Gabriella by name. Gabriella um, by name. <laughs> and you can find me at Ashika Lasani Wellness. We are always here. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. And we look forward to bringing you more hot topics here on Unpacking the Uncomfortable. Come join the ride. You know, like we said, we are recovering people pleasers. Nobody is perfect. <laughs> that being said, a fabulous time everybody and live it up forgive yourself put give yourself today today all right okay bye everybody have a beautiful day bye bye